York, New York, big city of dreams. I'm coming, coming, I'm coming straight out. New York, New York, big city of dreams. What's going on? This is Jay Ellis from the Nick of Time Show. Here giving you that Nick's talk just in the Nick of Time. And it's time to celebrate because the Knicks give you six wins in a row. Gunshot for these New York Knicks. Came into Chicago. One, back to back. Do you guys understand how hard it is to do that? Only 19% of teams who are on the road come away with back-to-back wins on the road in a series-like game like the Knicks did. So gunshots for these Knicks. RJ Barrett started off slow. Gives you 27 points on the night. Julius Randle didn't shoot well, but still gives you 19 points and 12 rebounds. Jalen Brunson, my all-star, 22 points. Career high, six threes, six assists, and three steals on the night. Big gunshots for Brunson. My son, Quentin Grimes, gives you 22 points, two assists, two rebounds, and a steal. Put some respect on his name. They shut down DeMar DeRozan. They shut down the Bulls. The Bulls don't even score, don't even sniff 100 points. They only get offensive rebounds we out rebounded them by like 20 points and the knicks dismantled the lowly bulls into a turd a bull mm. 114 to 91 and if you can't tell i'm hyped i'm hyped i'm really hyped are we gonna talk about it all before i talk about it all first shout out to fubu tv fubu tv has partnered with kot so if you want to get the Knicks for free for seven days on MSG, go to fubutv.com slash KOT to get that Knicks for free. If you decide to buy it, we get a, we get a check. You get to watch cable and your Knicks and other things, other sports channels and Fresh Prince or Martin, whatever else you want to watch. So shout out to Fubu TV. And now let me introduce you to my guys. First and foremost, it is the man, the myth, the legend, the guy with the stats and the facts. Ryan G's in the building. All I got to say is, as Pigs for Timmy would say, we outside. We outside. And if in a row in Indy, I will be outside in Indy in my Knicks jersey. Let's oh, go. Let's go. You got to represent. Indy is up next. We taking names. Let's go. Go to that game, Ryan. And you already know what it is. It is the Latin assassin, Mr. ESPN contributor, Mr. Posting and Toasting contributor, Mr. Deadspin contributor, my man, Lee Escobedo. What's going on, Lee? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Flash hold on, the hold hoops on, on him, on. Lee. Put the hoops hold on, on him. Don't let him know, Lee. <laughs> you know who's outside? Julius Randle's outside. Let's go. <laughs> Yo, man, Julius Randle, bro. Tell you this right now. I'm off the hate train. 
Let's <laughs> pump the brakes on the trade, Randall. Wait a minute. All right. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Has Lee Escobedo come to the altar? Has Lee Escobedo come to the altar? Oh, hold on, hold on, pause, pause. All the okay. Listen, guys, I already repented. I repented last week, but it's not <laughs> late for you guys as well. All the Julius Randall haters, come to the altar. You know, wash your sins away. You, if you repent right now, we will still accept you into the kingdom of the Knicks. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's all forgiven. Hey, I get it. I wanted to trade the guy a couple of weeks ago, too. He turned it around. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Lee. Go ahead. <laughs> the braids are paused. They're not completely off the wheels. They're just <laughs> paused right now. Because, like, listen, man, like we're a family here. I think Knits Nation as a whole is a family. We disagree like most families. Right. Man is not giving 100% effort on defense. We hold him accountable. When he's Facts. giving thumbs down to the fans, we hold him accountable. When he's slow on rotations and not giving effort defensively, we hold him accountable. Facts. The man to me is the, the heart and the reason of why we're on this six-game win streak. I must have credit where credit is due. And majority of it goes to Julius Randle. I've been watching the games real close on defense about how people are hedging, when people are uh, helping on the weak side, when they're doubling, not doubling, when they're, they're coming out to the three-point line to guard the perimeter. He's at the heart of a lot of that conversation and the dialogue on the floor. I got the man's flowers, man. Randall's playing his ass off. He's playing every facet of a game, assists, rebounds, scoring. He's giving you the whole thing, and he's giving you a great attitude along with it. Yo, man, Julius Randle, I'm on board, Bart. Well, let's go. We outside. We, we out... I wasn't even going to start with Randall, but since we here, we can start with Randall. Because shooting-wise, this was not a gem. He did not hit the broad side of a barn until the fourth quarter, until things were out of hand. But defensively, he really showed me something. This is, like the, this is the most help defense I've seen Randall play the entire season. His rotations are on point. The closeouts were on point. The steals were on point. The effort was there 100% of the way. It just seems like, you know what? I don't have it offensively. And I think this is the first time where I've really seen him not have it offensively, but give 130% on the defense and say, you know what? I'm going to help my team some other way. And not only that, he did a great job collapsing to the defense, knowing I'm getting triple teamed. I'm going to play decoy for two quarters, and I'm going to collapse defense and just kick it out for open shooters, give it to Grimes, give it to Brunson. Randall did an absolute – he played a great game today. Um, not scoring-wise, but as a team game, a team game I'm not used to seeing him play when he's not shooting. Absolutely. And I think the, the biggest moment I saw was the first quarter when his shot wasn't falling. It took him a real long time to finally hit a three. And Patrick Williams was tricking him a little bit on offense. He started out pretty well. They, I think the Bulls were trying to run some action, but get Patrick Williams going offensively. Yeah. So they had a little, a little bit more help besides their bid three carrying the load. And he came through and Randall did not take the bait. He didn't fall into that tit for tat. You get your shot. I get my shot. He usually does that. Not just a superstar, but when role players at his position start out hot, he wants to combat that and equalize it on the nits. And he didn't fall for it. He kept facilitating. He kept collapsing defense, buying open shooters, and most importantly, letting Brunson run the offense. Yes, the ball stayed in Brunson's hands, which means it found Grimes for a bunch of three pointers on the perimeter. They found RJ for some drives to the hoop. 
I mean, I, I'm not going to hate on my dad. If I keep hating on Randall, man, I'm just a hater. And I don't want to do that. I just want the guy to be, hold himself accountable, the coach to hold him accountable. And I want him to hold himself accountable on the defensive end. And he did that tonight. He definitely did that tonight. And I give you credit, Lee. You, you was hating on Cam early. You turned it around. Same with Randall. Listen, I was hating yeah. too. Turned it around. And listen, you give credit. Credit's due. He's playing sure. great. Anything to add to that, Ryan? I mean, I think that both of y'all said pretty much everything right there. Like, Julius Randle, I think probably the best help defense I've seen him play all season. Like, he was really all over the place defensively. And like you said, JL, it's like, usually when Randall is not shooting the ball well, he's not doing well at offense, his defense does tend to slip. But tonight, he was all out on defense. And I have to give that man his flowers. He definitely turned around this season. And the fact that, you know, he didn't have it tonight and instead of forcing the issue, like you guys said, he passed the ball to different people. He tried to draw on the defense, pass out the open shooters. Like Julius Randle, even though the shooting was not there, complete game tonight. And that man, that's all I'm gonna do. Go. Gunshots for Randall. Man shot six for 16 and is a plus 21 on the night. Tells you a lot. Tells you a lot. That means the man was hustling out there and bullying Vucic on the boards. Him and Mitch Rob was taking care of bullying Vucic on the boards. But um, I want to move on to, to somebody else. All right. Because there's, there's, there's some people I want to talk about. And I need to talk about future all-star of the New York Knicks, none other than Jalen Brunson. Jalen Brunson is phenomenal. Took the heart out of this team. Let me tell you something, guys. Knicks, sometimes they struggle with switching defenses. Bulls were switching it on us a lot. And they were also packing the paint. It got to a point where if we didn't start to hit some threes um, in both instances, we're going to lose. And there were two pivotal moments of this game. One of them had to do with Grimes, which I'll get to you later. And the other one had to do with Brunson. There was a point in the game where the Knicks were down 41-48. Brunson comes in, takes the heart. Out of the Bulls. Three threes in a row. Bang, bang, bang. Three, six, nine. Next thing you know, we on their heels. Next thing you know, RJ's chest is pumped out. He's getting the ball. He's getting to the rim. He's getting fast break. Now the defense is energized. We causing steals. We off to the races. Next thing you know, we at the halftime and we got a lead. And this is what I love about Jalen Brunson. He, it seems like he knows what his weaknesses are. He's like, you know what? I need to start in these off the dribble threes when people start going under these screens and start collapsing the paint. Cause that's what's happening a lot. And he came in today and did just that hit pull up threes. If Jalen Brunson starts to hit pull up threes, on top of being a demon in the paint, on top of being a mid-range killer, on 
freaking stoppable. All-star. Love this kid, man. And not only that, three steals. He read those, he read that, he had like three steals in the third quarter. He read that play to a T. Shut these bulls down, man. I'm, I'm in love with Brunson. In love. Somebody else can go. <laughs> yeah, Brunson played a great game tonight, man. Especially those three threes. I got the Knicks back into the game in the second quarter. Besides that, he, he pretty much played a complete game, too. Six of nine from three, seven of 14 from the field overall. Had a crazy efficient game. Six assists, 22 points. I mean, there really isn't much more you really can say about Brunson. Like, Brunson is that true point guard that the Knicks needed. And since he's come to the team, things just came together. And, you know, he's, uh, he's part of the reason why the Knicks are on the roll right now. They got six wins. I agree. And I think statistically you could point to someone like Trey Young or DeJounte Murray who's having a better season than Brunson. It might be the more flashy pick for an all-star selection. But I would point to Brunson's impact on and off the court in terms of keeping this team together and really building the chemistry that we haven't had since that fourth seed season in 2021. Brunson's ability to, to keep a team composed when the Bulls start coming back is something we have lacked for over a decade, really yes. since like the Jason period when we had Kidd and Felton and Prigioni as our three-headed monster at the point. Brunson's had all of that and more. He's in hit clutch shots and gone offensive tear. He really has a keen eye for finding the weaknesses in the feed defense and attacking it to find open shooters. He's like an extension of Tom Thibodeau, except he knows how to run an offense. And he, he can go like road sometimes and, and just call the plays themselves and not worry about what Tibbs is calling on the sidelines. That's a huge plus to have. Alfred Payton can do that. Frank Nielitino can do that. Dennis Smith Jr. can do that. So, you know, I think Brunson's been a huge part of why we've been able to beat this team back-to-back yeah. and be on our six-game win streak. Because when we have those, those crevices where we fall down a little bit um, and, you know, and get behind or the team starts coming back, Brunson's always there for, like, a really intelligent steal or a really clutch three that he keeps the momentum going. Big moment Brunson, man. Brunson is always there for the big moments. He stepped up yesterday. I mean, the last game when it was overtime, crossed Caruso out of his Nikes. His ankles are still dead and gone. I'm surprised that man was even able to stand today. All right. It did the same thing today. It looked like they was going to pull away in the second quarter. Brunson, three threes in a row, revitalized the team. Knicks never looked back, man. Yeah. And those threes weren't out of like the rhythm of the offense either. They were like clean looks. Of, you know, a lot of it was Julius Randle, too, collapsing the defense in the paint and then allowing Brunson's man to be there with the help side defense, and he's wide open. He caught it and shot it. It wasn't like he was disrupting the offense with a bunch of like isolation, step back, or sidestep threes. They were in the flow of the offense, too, so major props. Major props for Brunson. And I'll say this because I know there's other all-stars there. Um, look, there's Kyrie, of course, um, but – Trey would be one, but if we're going off of wins right now, if you're going off of right now, the wins are in our favor. I'll say that. The wins are in our favor, and Trey Young's numbers, percentage-wise, I haven't taken a look in a while, but they're down. I think they are down. So statistically, Brunson might beat him when it comes to percentages, but I have to take a look. I'm going off of memory right now. 
Whoa, 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 whoa. You know who else is outside? My dad's outside. He's Let's in the go. chat. Yo, what's up, Pops? He's in the chat. Let's go. Let's go, Pops. <laughs> yo, salute to the chat, yo. If you want to call in, you can. I'm about to sign into to, to, to the blog talk right now. But uh, you already know the number 319. 527-6241. That's 319-527-6241. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot like shoot, man. Even if Brunson doesn't make the all-star team, because I know the East is stacked, he's gonna make him work, man. He's gonna make him work because of the way a record is. If we keep winning and he keeps performing like this. Like I said before, he's a top five clutch scorer in the NBA. If he keeps up with this, he's going to make it tough for the other names. He might get voted in. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. It'll be tough, but we'll see. But um, let's move on to another. Another man on his team, Mr. Untouchable. You like to call him Q-Dot. Um, Quentin Grimes. So Ryan G, if 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 I'm not mistaken, I was told this man couldn't shoot. Did you remember that? Do you remember that? That I was told Quentin Grimes couldn't shoot. Was you told that? Because I was told that. I don't know who would say that, knowing that Quentin Grimes is a shooter. I mean, my man was having trouble shooting earlier in the season, but that's because he was coming off an injury. He needed time to get his feet under him. And since he's gotten his feet under him, my man is showing that he's definitely a three-point shooter. Yeah, the, the guy who averaged for around 40% from three in college at eight shots a game, yeah, he can shoot. The guy in his rookie year who averaged 38% from three, yeah, he can shoot. Um, That guy, when he started off slow, I'm like, it's going to come around. Yeah, it's around now. Shot 22 points tonight, 60% from the field, 56% from three. And you want to talk about big moments, another big moment. First quarter, we couldn't get together. We couldn't hit a shot. Randall was bricking. Brunson was going in and out. He didn't start getting cooking yet. Chicago was packing the paint. Who helped us bust out the slump? None of them, Quentin Grimes. I knew Chicago was in trouble when the first three hit was off the dribble step back. When Quentin Grimes started with the off the dribble step back three, I was like, oh, it's a wrap. <laughs> it's a wrap. Because if you're hitting the off the dribble step back, the standstill the stand threes, the catch and shoot easy ones are coming. And that's exactly what happened. He hit the step back three. He hit two threes after that. Um, got us back in the game. And then all night, you saw Julius Randall collapsing. Another team finding him, hitting him for open threes. On top of that, the defense was it, it, the defense got there. It was a little bit shaky in the beginning. Levine was kind of cooking him. But, you know, he still puts 100% effort. He ran the floor. He hit free throws, plus 21 on the night. The glue to this team, and probably one of the biggest reasons why we're even on this six-game winning streak, to tell you the truth. Anyone I could take. Go ahead, Lee. 
<laughs> yeah, that's fair. I think what I like the most about Grimes is you can tell the chemistry that him and Deuce McBride have in the backcourt defending the point of attack from the opposing team. They spent a lot of time together, not just in practice, but running drills together and watching tape together. And uh, they, they represent Tom Thibodeau's best attributes in terms of defensive steaming and the way those guys are able to read uh, opposing offenses and th- their ability to switch. I mean, I don't think anyone on the team hedges more better than Deuce McBride and Quentin Grimes on, yes. on defense. I've been watching in a sustained win streak, especially Chicago, and I want to give Jason M a shout-out. He pointed this out in the chat. You can really tell the scouting department it was really game planning for what uh, Chicago was going to give to them. And they really did a good job of taking Vucevic out of the post, DeRozan out of the mid-range, and Zach Levine out of the perimeter. And not just that, but they did a good job, too, of knowing which guards to uh, leave open, to collapse on the paint. Like Kobe White, man, they let that guy open. He only made one of his threes. He took out of four. That was a, a purposeful rotation they made. And Grimes was a huge part of that. And being a decision-making out there on when to double and when not to, when to leave his man to help out in the post and when to switch. I, major props of Grimes is super high IQ defender. And another reason why he should start over Cam Reddish because of his ability to play defense. He's such a high IQ asset out there. Cam Reddish, also the defender, doesn't have the IQ on defense that Quentin Grimes does. Anything to add to that, Ryan? I mean, y'all pretty much said it all right there. I mean, Grimes played great defense tonight. Offensively, the three-point shot was there. And you already know if Grimes is hitting threes, like you said, it's pretty much a wrap because he already gives you, you know, great great defense. And, you know, when he's scoring and defending like that, it makes him an invaluable piece on the court. And, yeah, Grimes had a great game tonight. And... Yeah, man. Like I like I really got I really got much to say. Like a whole lot. Of, a whole lot of Knicks played great tonight, man. And you know, and I think one thing I do want to point out is the pad. The reading of the passing lanes was excellent tonight. Yes. The amount of passes I've seen the Knicks pick off, especially that corner three. Yes. Every time, every, every time the Bulls try to pass out to that corner three, there was a Nick there scheming to steal that ball and preach, Ryan. It was just great defense all around. Like I ain't got, I ain't got nothing bad to say about nobody tonight. I'm, 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 I'm hype. I'm all, that's all I'm gonna say. I'm hype. Let's go. Randall three steals. Mitch Rob two steals. Jalen Brunson three steals. Miles McBride two steals in only thirteen minutes. Quickly got a steal. Grimes got a steal. We were turning those boys over. That's thirteen steals, right there, right there, and. You mentioned Cam before. Don't look now, but that nine-man rotation is working. It is. Props to Tibbs. I mean, let's pump the brakes on that, too. The guy's doing a great job defensively. I mean, right now, I wouldn't fire him and elevate Johnny Bryant. I would not. There was a point 10 games ago, 15 games ago, where I was the loudest voice uh, in my circles calling for that. Right now, I think he's doing a great job. His defensive schemes, he's allowing Brunson to run the offense. And you're not just seeing a bunch of Joyce Randall isolations, R.J. Barrett isolations. It's actually a pretty clean offensive scheme out there with a lot of staggered screens and a lot of really solid three-point looks. It's just taking some time for this team to really get it together. With the nightmare rotation now, we, now we know, okay, RJ, you're running with the second unit. When RJ's having slow starts, he's starting to start to get going now too, and it's all together. And you know what? I'm not going to talk about RJ right now because we got to talk about him next. Um, But I just want to talk to Jason first because I know he's waiting on the line. 
Before he comes in, let me give a shout out to Jason's super chat because he gave us a two dollars super chat. It says Randall's best defensive game so far. Um, so active off ball. Yeah, Randall was really good off the ball. This is the best off ball defense I've seen Randall play. Four years of being a Nick. I've never seen him help so much and get a steal and try for a block and try for help, fly in, pin down blocks. I, I'm, I'm floored. I'm absolutely floored. This was crazy. The right, the Arundel effort was crazy tonight. But um, salute to the chat. Salute to Sherwin. Salute to Germ Warfare. Salute to picks for Timmy, JT Riddick, L Marshall. Who else? Who else? Shout out to Knicks Nation TV. Shout out to everybody else who's rocking with the show. Shout out to Nuggy, Nuggy Fresh. I don't even know if he's here, but hopefully you are. Shout out to everybody rocking with the show. All right. First caller up, we have Jason M. Yeah, Jason. Hold on. Let me turn the volume up. Sorry, Jason. Sorry. Say, say it again. I just said, what's up, fellas, man? It's crazy. I haven't called in in a while. But man, I can't believe how good they're playing. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. This is this is amazing. Like, it's like it feels like twenty twenty all over again. Remember when they had that crazy win streak and it was like I can't believe it. I just, yeah. The, the thing what stood out for me was Randall's defense. Yes. Like I've never seen like you said, I've never seen him play. Like he was a plus defensive player. It wasn't that he played oh, he was passable. No, he was a plus defensive player off ball. There was a play early in the game, because even early in the game, the, the defense was always good this game. The offense took over. But the defense, even in the first half, I thought the defense was pretty good. Yeah. There was, was a play where the ball got kicked out to, to Vucevic, and, cause, and you know, Robinson was in the post, and Randall came flying out to contest. I'm like, that was Randall that did that? Me like, too. Fly, like, <laughs> Me too. That's the way Randall normally comes. <laughs> Shocked. Absolutely shocked. And if he, if he plays like that, I mean, I'm not going to say every game, but, you know, kind of consistently, that takes like this team feeling to a whole other level because we've always assumed he was a negative defensively and everyone else covers for him. If right. he could be a positive defensively, oh, my God, it just opens it up. So, I mean, let's see how it goes. Let's, you I also st- want to give a shout-out to Mr. Robinson. Yes. I feel like when he plays consistently good, you don't really notice it as much. But he's been solid most of this year, and like he's been really good. And the offensive rebound, he, he he's the anchor of the defense. You know, as much as it's a McBride, Grimes, and quickly, it's also Mitchell Robinson. Yes, like that, those that men, man in the post, it makes such a difference. <laughs> it's listen, Mitchell Robinson and Julius Randle are finishing off defensive stands. They are not getting any chance for offensive rebounds. Two offensive rebounds on the night. Not only that, we just didn't really cook them today. Uh, proving once again, Lee, that real big men matter. All right, Lee? I'm just joking. <laughs> they do. Yeah, uh, against then, certain metrics, also, they do. And then the last couple games, you've seen Mitch do a few passes that you haven't seen in a while where, like, the ball will go to him and he'll actually make the right read and pass it out. Like, Low-key, he was doing that last season. Low-key, Mitch was doing that last season. But he's been doing it quite a bit in the last two games. Like, he did one today. I think they passed it to Grimes, like, right away. And he 
it was it was there's a lot of good things happening and, and then you know shout out to Tib gotta say that um, and there's the last thing I'll say and it's a little bit noticeable that Obi Toppin hasn't been playing like the last whatever game and and they haven't missed a beat that's all I'll say <laughs> yeah. listen uh, Ryan I was kind of alluded to it a game ago about the defense looking better with Sims and Hartenstein with that second unit um, together. It doesn't look good when Hartenstein is in there by itself. Yeah, I agree but, with that. But when it's Sims and Hartenstein for some reason, those two together, it looks good. Um, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead, Ryan. I just want to say this because the question I had Jason pretty much, he pretty much made a like a kind of like a segue into the question because the question I had to ask tonight was the Knicks nine man rotation right now, the dip that Thibs has implemented is doing work. Obi Toppin is not included in that nine man rotation. So when Obi Toppin comes back, are you putting him back in the rotation or are you sticking with the nine guys? That have the Knicks playing ball right now, man. And have a six-point streak. I did not want to have this. I did not want to have this conversation right now. But I'll say this, Ryan. I was having conversations in the back of my mind. I'll say that. I was having conversations in the back of my mind about money, about what's happening in all season, about what we're missing about the draft next year like because we have to pay a lot of these guys and some guys are working and some guys are not a randos playing well and he looks like he's taking a step i can see a situation like if we don't trade for a star in the off season i can see a situation where we package two of our picks with a player to try to move up in the draft to then try to get like a solid player here or a potential all-star off the bench or something. I can see a scenario when that happens. If certain people start to take a step, you know what I mean? There's a lot of ways to go, but you can't ignore how much better the defense have been. The combination of IQ, Grimes, and McBride has definitely fortified the defense and add Sims and Hartenstein to that. Like it's, it's, it's hard to ignore. JLS, that video that you were referencing, uh, last post game two days yeah. ago about like how the Knicks defense has improved over this, the sustained win streak. And it really breaks a 20 minute video and it breaks down like the multiple changes that Tibbs has made, not just by personnel, but he's included like McBride and more and Grimes into his starting lineup, yeah. but also like the, the player combinations. So Sims and Hartenstein are talked about a lot in, in those player combinations. Yeah. In terms of the miscues, the failed defensive lapses, and the blow buys, 90% of them is Obi Toppin. It's, yeah. it's overwhelming how many of the negative de- def- defensive lapses on that video 
is highlighting Obi Toppin. Yeah. Obi Toppin not knowing when 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 to get, uh go into paint to help out from the weak side defense. Obi Toppin not knowing when to rotate. Obi Toppin losing his man in a pick and roll. Obi Toppin getting burnt by uh, some role player coming off the bench doing an, an ISO. Like it's so many of them. It's Obi Toppin <clears throat> on yeah. the wrong side of a play. Yeah, should he still do a roll back into the into the rotation? I think he should, but those minutes initially should be very evenly spent between Sims and him. And so whoever's playing better on defense, in my opinion, should remain on the court. But I don't think he should completely get his minutes reduced because I think that would also be a knee-jerk reaction. He's been injured. It's not necessarily his fault that he's out right now and out of the rotation. He should get an opportunity. But if he ain't, if he's not quick and no switches, put Sims back in. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can see it's, it's, it was Randall, Obi, and Cam who were the biggest culprits in that video. Really good video. I watched it a lot of times. Oh, also, you know, shout out to my man Jay, Jay Boogie's in the chat. Shout out to my guy, Jay Boogie, who's releasing a Christmas song. So definitely check out uh, Jay Boogie's Christmas song. It's out now. Definitely check that out. Blessings to you, Jay Boogie. Left. One of my favorite people to argue with on Twitter. <laughs> Jay Boogie? Yeah, Jay Buddy had uh, Papa Left. It's in that video. I love Papa Left. I love <laughs> so much fun. <laughs> facts, 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 facts. Salute, salute to you guys, man. Um, yeah. Wait, mean, I did want to add something though. Go ahead. I did want to add something though because my opinion might be unpopular Uh-oh. amongst the Knicks fans, but if I'm Thibs and Obi comes back healthy, I'm sorry, he's out of the rotation. He's gonna have to be on the bench. Wow. Because with the, with the current nine-man rotation right now and the way they're playing defense, you don't want to mess that up. You don't want to mess that up. And me, personally, like, I understand Obi's a big player, you know, amongst the fans. The fans love him. He brings energy off the bench. When he's on, he can provide a spark. But right now, sometimes you have to make tough decisions as a coach. And as of right now, with the way the team is, I'm not messing up that rotation. He's gonna have to sit on the bench, and that's me. Here's the here's the thing with that, Ryan. The Knicks are doing this thing where they're trying to win and develop at the same time. So it's going to be rough to pitch that to the front office who drafted him eighth. So I do agree. If it's straight up about winning right now. That defensive lineup is getting it done. It's like, all right, cool. We play defense. RJ runs the offense, and we're good to go. Um, so I get it. I get it. Um, it, it it just comes to a point where Obi just needs a lot more time to get to the next level than seventeen minutes a game, especially because you know he needs time to get that defensive side up. And I don't ever project Obi to be like an out of this world defender. I think he can be um, a guy who's not a liability and a guy who can produce on the offensive end. But I don't, I don't know if Obi will ever be like a defender for real. You know what I, I mean? I, 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 my instincts to push back on keeping him on the bench, and if that is what Tibbs decides to do it should be taking a step further. I mean, you should really trade him. What's the point keeping maybe your best young guy asset on the bench, not getting any playing time. You should just pack it in for a player now, if that's the plan, because I don't think this team, if you insert him back to the lineup, 
you're defensive. You're right. The defense will 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 get worse. You'll you'll see a decrease over the next you know couple of weeks. So what's the point to keep on the bench? You got to package them and try to get an asset out of them, or you wait till the draft when the stock has fallen even more. Like JL has said, and try to put him with a pick to move up. By that time, you know he's he's going to be almost a net negative because he hasn't played in two three months. So it's a real tough decision, but I don't think that would keep him on the bench. Yeah, well, I mean, don't get me. Like I, I fully, I fully expect them to be back to be back in the rotation because I said because I, I said there's a lot of politics involved and I don't think right. the Knicks picking the eighth they're gonna just bench him. Like I'm just saying, if I'm Thibs, that's what I'm doing. And to be honest about it, like I've said since Obi's been here, the Knicks have been misusing him. They haven't been using him like how he's supposed to be used. Right. So it's like, if you're not gonna really utilize him and make him play to his strengths, there's a part of me that's like. Maybe it is time to move him, especially since we found something that actually works with the team. And then on top of that, out of the nine-man rotation, six players are homegrown players. Six players are drafted by the Knicks. So it's not even like we're not developing talent. We are developing talent, but we're developing the talent that is actually conducive to the team winning at the moment and playing great defense. So it's like, it's a tough decision. Do you want to go away from that and give a guy playing time where the defense is going to suffer or do you want to continue with the guys that are playing well and playing that good defense and have the team a major defensive unit and sit that guy on the bench where yeah you want to develop him but at the same time like he's not helping the strength of your team that's uh, that's making you win games at the moment i still i still think he's gonna need some time like i understand like i said before if, if the goal is to, it's, you know what it is, Ryan? It'd be different if he was the 25th pick or the 30th pick, but he's the the eighth pick. He's the yeah. top 10 pick. So to go from 11 minutes a game to 17 to zero, doesn't look good. Does not yeah, look good. Even if we are winning, like it doesn't look good. At it all. looks bad on Leon Rose, and Leon Rose ain't gonna let those optics go. He, he, he's he's gonna do everything he can to make sure that Obi Toppin is at least at least advertising himself as a trade asset on the court. Right. Yeah. Of course. Like I yeah. Like I said, I fully expect Obi to be back in the lineup. I don't expect him to be benched. I'm just saying, if I if I was stiff, that's what I would do. I'm making that tough decision. Understood. Understood. Understood, man. Yo, uh, we still gotta talk about R.J. Barrett's good game too, because R.J. balled out out of nowhere. So salute to RJ Barrett. Before we get to that, um, shout out to the chat. Shout out to Picks for Timmy. Shout out to King's Jaw. Shout out to Crying Fish. Shout out to Lee Escobedo. Shout out to Sherwin. Shout out to Germ Warfare. Shout out to Nick Yak. Shout out to everybody who's rocking with the KOT show. If you love the show so far, hit that like button, hit the subscribe button, and share. Um, one thing I love about this show is we speak our mind we give we give our view popular or not we don't always go with the trend we go we feel and we're going to be fair about it and all the part of it is even if we're wrong if we're proven wrong later on even if we think we're right if you're proven wrong later on we're not afraid to go you know what we're wrong yes me with randall even with Randall, with Cam, with, with everybody. All right. 
So shout out to the chat, shout out to this panel. I always thank you guys for doing a phenomenal job and having fair and balanced conversation, even though when people don't love it or like it, understand it, they think we're hating or not. Those are your thoughts. And I appreciate you guys for sharing your thoughts and keeping it hundred percent real, no matter what else says. All right. So salute to you guys and salute to the chat. Shout out to Supreme one. Everybody else is rocking with the show. Adele Chapman, everyone hit that like button and subscribe button if you appreciate the KOT show. All right. Next caller up. We have, who do we have? Uno? We have Mike Uno. Mike Uno, you still on Hello? Line? Hello? I'm still here. Yeah. Yo, what's good? What's going on, man? All right, yo, it's so fitting that you guys were just talking about this because I know one of the last times I called, I was saying, y'all going to be talking different about my boy Randall, right? Remember, I spoke directly to Randall. I was like, Randall, they're going to see. They're going to see. You're going to show them. They, and, and look at you guys now. Look at you now. What? Do you know what? This is crazy. What's going take, on here? I'll take that L. I'll take that L. Listen, listen. Randall, I know you're watching. I know you're listening. I always show you love, bro. You nice. Dude, bro. Now. I want to talk to Obi real quick. Mm -hmm. I know you watching too. <laughs> Obi, use this as motivation. This should be your motivation. You got your minutes cut. Use that. Work on your three. Work on that defense. Work on all those other things. I know you're going to come back and just like I said, we're going to talk different about Randall. We're not going to talk about trading Obi either. We're going to work this out. He's going to have to come off the bench because Randall's doing his thing. But yo, I would love I mean, if we trade, who's coming off the bench? I mean, I like the Hartenstein and um and 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 um and and, and since you know that that that's cool and all, but but I still want to see Obi out there. I think it's gonna work out. Obi, listening, take take the motivation. <laughs> you think he got this? He got this. Got you, got you. Randall is a man. I really gotta go. So, fellas, have a good night. But I told you so. Ha. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Uno with the I call you so and, and dip. Shout out to Mike Uno. <laughs> oh man. Gotta respect it though. Gotta respect it. Um, yo, let's get let's, let's let's get to the next guy though. Let's get to the next guy. The bully. The bottom line, RJ Barrett. Steadily pulling together. I was saying before, man, look at look look at Brunson. He's putting it together. All these guys are operating in the same spot. That's the issue. We need somebody who can hit threes, play defense, and you know, play make for other people time to time. You look up, what does RJ Barrett do? Another game. 60% from three. Three or five. 45% from the field. Now you got 20. The free throws is, is like he gained power somewhere and lost him somewhere else. <laughs> free throws, six of 11. Bruh. Work on those. But overall, starts off struggling, ends up with the highest plus minus, plus minus, excuse me, of the night in plus 28. 
And the defense, man, the defense put the Rosen in cuffs. Ryan, let me know what you think about the RJ game today, man. Yeah, man. Um, outside of the free throw shooting, which which was kind of uh, kind of a surprise because he did work his way back up to near eighty percent of a free throw shooter, and then he kind of like dropped dipped again tonight. But outside of that, RJ RJ had a really good game. But I think out of everything, I was really impressed with his defense because early in the season we were definitely complaining about his defense, saying how he was getting burned and he wasn't showing a lot of effort on defense. But today. And as of late, he's definitely been playing better on defense. And now he's adding the offensive game to that as well. You know, getting better with shooting threes, which we know that's how RJ Barrett is. You know, his first three years in the league, he started out the season slow. And then as the season went on, he began to pick up his offense and pick up his shooting. So this is like pretty much, you know, what we're used to seeing from RJ. But yeah, like I looked at the stats. I was like, I'm surprised he even ended up with 27 points because it didn't feel like he scored 27, but out of the blue, that's what he ended up with. And he had a great overall offensive game. Defensively, he was great. Overall, big game from the Badman, RJ Barrett tonight. Mm-hmm. It's just like every guy took over a quarter. A quarter. Grimes was this his quarter, the first. Brunson's like, it's my turn, the second. RJ was like, I got it from here, yay, damn. I'm taking over the third quarter. And <laughs> we ended up winning the game. What do you think about the game from RJ Lee? Overall, I liked it. I mean, I think in the six-game winning streak, he's had over 20 points four out of those six games. It was only the first two where he shot really poorly from the field um, that he wasn't able to hit the 20-point mark. But, yeah, his, his defense has improved. He's probably the one of the starters, at least, I'm the most critical on and still a little down on because of his inability to finish around the basket. I just, I, I've said this before in the show, man. I wish he would drive with his head up and his eyes aware. So instead of actually just going there and going between three to four defenders, he's able to find some of these shooters that are, are parked out in the corners at IQ or Grimes or McBride or Randall. There's so many times where these guys are wide open. He just barrels into the paint and misses them. He could be racking up assists. And yes. He's being a little bit more of being a facilitator when he drives into the paint. But I think he's really adamant about improving around the basket. He's trying real hard. The difference is other teams are knowing that and they're steaming against it and they're collapsing the paint when he drives. And they know that they have two bodies in there and he just banged up a little bit. He has a real hard time finishing. And at this point in his career, he's not getting the calls either. So it usually ends up just turning to a, a, a turnover or a missed shot and a defensive rebound for the opposing team. So, you know, I, I want him to be a little bit more aware yes. in his in his penetration, but I can't I can't stop, you know, I can't stop or, or hate on the effort, especially defensively. He really loves going up in his DeRozan. I think he's probably heard some of the comps in the past of his game and DeRozan. There are some similarities. Uh, you know, not kind of a slightly above average athleticism, you know, very heady fo- focuses more on footwork and strength um, and IQ. So there are some similarities that I'm sure he enjoys that matchup and wants to the best of the Rosen. He's always played well against them and he had two games to really show out and, and he took advantage of it. I thought he played really well. Yeah, me too. I've said before, I would want him to at least, reached that 10 assist mark at some time. I thought he was done by now um, because he has the ball's hand so much and because he attracts so much attention. Um, I think he should be able to get there at some point. Hopefully he does it this season. And also, I just feel like today the refs didn't kill him for playing defense against the Rosen today. A lot of those fouls the Rosen got the other day were 
bad calls in my opinion. Like RJ Barrett fouled out playing great defense against DeRozan. And I think he played the, the same defense he did before. But today, he didn't get the foul called against him. And then you saw DeRozan complaining. Like DeRozan to me turned into like James Harden all of a sudden where he doesn't have to do much and he just gets a whistle. And then when they took away his superpower, which is the whistle, he had nothing left. He was just complaining the whole game because he was just playing to get fouled and not playing to make the shot. So I'm happy. I'm happy how RJ performed today for sure. And I'm just happy that, that the shooting has really gone up for him. And it even makes me curious to see, because we always talk about trading this player, trading that player, whatever. It always makes me think. Best case scenario, Brunson becomes an all-star. Julius Randle steps up, steps up on defense. RJ Barrett starts to hit threes, becomes a playmaker, right? We don't even have to answer this today. If all those things happen, and we have all those picks, what do you then do? We're like, what, what's your move then? Like, my man, my mind started to think that today. Like, all right, everything goes well. Julius Randle reaches potential. RJ Barrett reaches potential. Brunson's an all-star. What do you move for then? I think about that. I think about that. <laughs> it would have to be the pitch, right? You, I mean, you would basically be establishing yourself that you're going to be over 500, whether it's two games or five games or 10. You're probably projecting to be over 500, so the pits don't have the same level of of value. So those would be the, the main catalyst for any trade. Have any alternate players are on the outside looking in? Unfortunately, at this point, Obi Toppin is probably the, the main one. Him, maybe Sims, right? Maybe IQ are the pieces that you start looking at to to package toward another star, right? Maybe that could be something. That could be something to think about. I don't know. I'll think about that. I'll think about that a little bit later on. But salute to the chat. I see we have somebody. Hold on. Hold on. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on a minute. Who's on the line? Next caller up on the line, we have my man Joseph. What's up, Jay? What's going on, Joe? Joe, it sounds like you're somewhere in the bathroom stall. <laughs> Can you bring the phone closer to your face? Yeah, you know who it is. What's going on, Joe? Man, I'm feeling good right now. Because our team is doing the work. They're doing the work. Absolutely, absolutely. Really good, real now good. I want to speak. About Randall, like the last caller said, mm -hmm. I never gave up on Randall. I was always telling my people, even from last year, when some of my boys was like, nah, we got to get rid of him. I was just like, nah. And me and one of my other friends was just talking about his role last year with no Derrick Rose and doing more and all the minutes he was playing, but I still believed in him. Look at him. Yeah. He's killing it. He's killing it. He played well today, man. I can't help it. Played defense. Um, set up his teammates, played unselfish. Eh, when he wasn't scoring today, I'm, I'm, he's doing well. Can't, can't front. 
And I'm like, when's the last time we've seen the Knicks win this many games back to back to back? COVID season. (laughs) The magical COVID season is the last time we've seen this. Yeah, and Jay, you know, we've been rocking with the Knicks for years. Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree. I agree. Yo, thanks for calling in, Joe, unless you got something else to say. Nah, nah, I just wanted to give y'all a shout out for doing the damn thing and saying, let's go Knicks, let's go Knicks, let's go Knicks. Absolutely. Let's go Knicks. Salute to you. Where's my gunshot, man? I got, I, got your, I got your gunshots, man. There you go. <laughs> All right. All right. Thank you. Be blessed, brothers. All right. All right. Be blessed, Joe. Thanks. Peace. Later. That's my guy, Joe. Know him in real life. Shout out to my man, Joe. All right. Salute to everybody in the chat. Oh, everybody begging Jay Boogie to call. Is Jay Boogie want to call in? Is Jay Boogie calling for the sermon? <laughs> I need a Jay Boogie calling in. I need my pops to call in. Come on, pops. Don't Yo, be scared. Call in. Can we get a Jay Boogie pops call in, please? If you don't know, it's the phone lines, Jay Boogie. You know how this works. 319-527-6241 is the number. It flashes at the bottom of the screen. 319 319- Five two seven six two four one. We had Jay Boogie on one time too. It was a fun show. Yeah, that was a good show. That was a good show. He came in did a, a Friday night show and had a good time. Shout out to Jay Boogie. And like I said before, watch out for that Christmas song that's dropping soon with him and Papa Left. All right, it's coming to your eardrums, and the video is nice. Video is definitely nice. All right. Meanwhile, shout out to the chat. Um, if you're not going to call in, I'll, I'll probably wrap it up unless you guys have anything else to say. Oh, oh we got JT on the phone. Okay. Okay. JT. What's going on, man? Let him know what you want to talk about, sir. Yeah. 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 Five in a row. We need some energy tonight, man. It's a Friday night. We yeah. One more time, man. One more time. Yeah. <laughs> JT, man. It's been a minute, man. It's been a minute. I'll see you. I'll see you in the chat, though, supporting. I appreciate you calling it, sir. No problem. No problem. No problem. No problem. But yeah, man. Um, it's team is looking good. Defense win games. Defense win games. Uh, Tibbs did the right thing by making a lineup adjustment. Yeah, I brought up some good points. Well, you know, what we're going to do as far as Obi, I personally think that politics, he's going to play. He's going to slide back. He's going to slide back in rotation. Tim's going to sit on the bench. But what are we doing in the future? And then also, like you said, too, like if this thing keeps cooking, what like what piece do we move? What do we do? Like, you don't, it's like, because we're doing, we're developing our guys along with winning, which is what we wanted. Right. So, that's where, as always, the worldwide mess, but not our job to figure that out. So, look, well, I just call, I just want to call in and just get an energy because at the end of the day, right now, we got five wins. If a trade happens, you have your emergency pod, then we'll call in and talk about it. Facts. Other than that, it's Friday night, five wins in a row. Salute to the chat, salute to Lee, yes, salute sir. to Ryan, salute to Raw. Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> Great game, great game. 90s defense is back in the New York Knicks. Thanks to Miles McBride. Thanks to Quentin Grimes. Thanks to Mitch Robinson. Mitch Robinson's actually hitting people with screens, too, which is crazy. Yeah, yeah. He's improved. definitely got a screener. Much improved. Holy cow. 
Who'd have thought? My man is developed. The Tibbs, the Tibbs get credit for that? The get credit. Yes. Yeah, yes. Tibbs get yeah, Tibbs get that credit. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. I'm just shaking. I'm just shaking. Because Tibbs gets credit for the bad stuff and never the good stuff. I don't know. So, Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> never everybody remembers doing Mitch Robin was a mess and couldn't set a screen for his life and was fouling out every game. But now that he's like a legit starting center who's top, you know, top offensive rebound, nobody wants to give him credit. It's, it's kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. King Josh says the, the, the Sixers are ahead of us by half a game. Okay. All right. Let's go. All right. Well, you know what? I don't see anybody else on no phone, so I think it's a good time to end it all. Shout out to the chat. Next game up is the Pacers. Knicks Pacers Sunday. Uh, I'm gonna see if he get raw Sunday. Usually raw joins us Sunday, but you know he's had time, some scheduling issues. But we'll see if I get him for uh, the Sunday game. Um, but shoot, we'll see if he make it seven in a row. So this is this should be interesting because we've beaten you guys in preseason, but I don't think we were at our best yet. But I also feel like at that time they weren't at their best either. Of course, because it's still preseason. We both kind of learning each other. Both of these guys are kind of starting to get it cooking. Uh, Matt Thurin is, is a force. He's a guy I'm probably most worried about um, matching up with. He bodied our young guys before, like quickly in those guys. We don't have anybody with the, the size to really compete with him, except for maybe RJ. Um, so we're going to see how that works out with them. And of course, you already know what it is. Their point guard is, is killing it as well. The guy that everybody says we should have drafted in front of Obi. Um, he's having a good season as well and probably going to compete with Brunson for an all-star spot. So um, this will be interesting matchup. Yeah, the Pacers this season, they've been playing really tough. And I think right now we're pretty much like probably neck to neck in the standings. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be a pretty, it's going to be a big game for the Knicks. Going to Indy to beat that team is not going to be easy. Definitely not going to be easy. But Ryan G got us. He's going to wear his Knicks gear in Indiana to get some good good juju going over there. (laughs) Yes, sir. All right. All right. So let's see you guys. Let's end the show. Shout out to JT Rich who sends a $4.99 super chat. It says, you're my fault. Six in a row. Yeah, it's six in a row, not five. It's cool. It's cool. (laughs) Yo, shout out to Hazanski Gaming as well. I see you. All right. All right. That is our show. Okay. So Lee, you can let them know where they can find you, sir. Always on Twitter talking, you know, mad shizit to <laughs> my net fan, mad fans, everybody in between at underscore Lee Escobedo, L-E-E-E-S-C-O-B-E-D-O. And big news, y'all. Big news. Tomorrow, I'm going to be on SNY TV. Uh, Post. It's gonna be a fun time. I'm gonna have a conversation in the morning. Definitely repping the, the time show. You know, uh, all praise and due to the good Lord and, and these two brothers here, Ryan and JLS, for giving me an opportunity to be on this show. I'll definitely be wearing my, my flat bill hat, chatting it up with Dexter Henry tomorrow. Let's um, go. Shout out the worldwide <laughs> KOT representing on SAY. Let's go. Exactly. Let him know, Lee. Huge deal. Uh, I'm, I'm really happy for the for the opportunity. But you know what though? It's it's about the spaces that you guys have created. You know, when me and J- JLS first met, I was writing a story about young black uh, entrepreneurs that were starting niche channels on YouTube. Yes, and sir. he was the first guy that I talked to. We had a real long like 
deep conversation about life and basketball and the Knicks. And we formed a friendship that brought me on to the show eventually. But, you know, I'm going to make sure that you get your due, brother, because you're really holding it down for all of us. And, you know, you're an awesome example for young black and brown kids to look up to someone who's doing their own thing, who's creative, intelligent. So major props to you, man. And Ryan as well. Both of y'all. Appreciate it, Lee. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. Yeah. If you want to know how and why Lee got into that show, it that was the start of it. He interviewed us. And then after the interview, we started talking basketball. The conversation was flowing. And there was an interesting thing going. I was like, you know what? I can see this working. And then um, Lee actually was like, yo, can I hop on? Can I hop on? Can I hop on? He just kept asking. And then he was like, you know what? I think it was the draft show was your first time on. I was yeah. like, yo. Need- yeah, that was fun. Yeah, that was fun. this your draft show. It's like, yo, he's like, he was like, yo, I know a lot about the draft. I got you. I was like, all right, cool. And it was on from there. So shout out to Lee. And um, definitely going to run those numbers up when you're on there. Let them know. All right. KOT, we got to represent what Lee is on. Facts. All right. No doubt. Appreciate y'all. For sure. All right, Ryan G. Let them know where they can find you. You can find me on Instagram at Sir G is chilling. Sir G is chilling. That's S I R G is C H I L L I. And you can also find me at Sir G's Corner. You can also find me on Twitter at Ryan G K O T. That's right. That's right. And you can always find us here. I'm going to show you real quick. Okay. Get those snapbacks, first of all. Black and white, blue and orange. I think timeshow.com slash catalog. Follow us. On Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Twitter at the KOT Show, Instagram and Facebook at the Nigga Time Show, and listen to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, everywhere you listen to podcasts, you can find us, the KOT Show. And you know, if you find us on one of those podcasts, especially Apple, give us a rating, let's give us five stars, and all that noise. And even you guys here today, leave some comments. It helps the algorithm find us like share subscribe all that but definitely i love the comments i interact one video we had man that that randall trade video thingy that thing took over life of zone like the comments on there are like crazy but um i appreciate though i i was talking to everybody on there but it's like over i don't know it's a lot of comments <laughs> a lot of comments Dale, a lot of opinions <laughs> Dale, so we doing a christmas show after the, the game Yes, I'm doing a Christmas show. I don't force anybody to do a Christmas show. I'm the only crazy one to be trying to be doing all the shows. But if you guys want to join me, you're definitely welcome to join me. I always love somebody else to talk to. So I myself. <laughs> I'll probably hop on for a little while too. All right, man. Appreciate it. All yeah, right. I'm gonna be back in I'm gonna be back in New York City, but I'm gonna see if I Oh, can let's carry, go. I'm oh. gonna see if I can carry some of my um Stuff back with me so I could do some of the shows while I'm in while I'm back in New York City as well. So. Oh, that's what's up. We probably got to link up when you back in NY, right? Yes, sir. No doubt. I'm gonna I'm be there from basically Christmas to like the third of January. We should be able to hook up sometime before then, for sure. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I bet. Yeah. All right. That's what's up. All right. Cool. Thanks, chat. Shout out to Michael Uno who just called in. That is our show. And as always. Shout out the World Wide West. Everywhere we go, we leave a worldwide mess. It's a mess out here in these Knicks, YouTube, and Twitter streets. Six in a row. It's our show. We out of here. Peace. Yo, yo, yo.
big city of dreams. New York, New York, big city of dreams.